You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To get this show every day, I need you to subscribe wherever your podcast. Also, don't forget, tell your smart device to play Podcast Locked on Mets. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need. Now, on today's show, what I want to talk about is where we stand with the MLB and the MLBPA as they continue to discuss a way to return to playing this season. Right now, it looks like it's either going to be a 76-game season or it's going to be a 48-game season. So what I want to do is in the first half of the show, I'll kind of talk about how the negotiations have been going up to this point and then later on in the show, maybe get into my thoughts on what will happen or what could happen through all this and maybe even touch on that Matt Harvey story that you might have seen this week. Before we get to any of that, though, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, check me out on Twitter at Finkelstein Ryan. You can also find some of my writing about the Mets at MetsmerizedOnline.com. Now, Major League Baseball has just recently submitted a new proposal to the players that would be a 76-game season at a 75% prorated salary. When you look at the breakdown of how everything has you know, come out so far, whether it was their initial proposal for an 82-game season or a 90-game season, whatever machination they have submitted, it all boils down to only wanting to pay the players about 33% of their salary. A big amount of the league's revenue comes from the playoffs. So for the owners right now, with revenue sharing as it is, it's most important for them, especially when you're talking about TV money, to get whatever type of a season together at as cheap of a cost as possible. And then you get to the playoffs where players are all you know getting paid at a fixed rate and they're making ridiculous amounts of money on the TV deals. That's when you get a real national audience watching baseball. So it's clear the way the owners have been motivated this entire time. And, you know, I've talked time and again about how I support the players, but you have to understand where their mindset's at, and I understand what they are trying to do. If you are the Wilpons who literally are struggling to pay rent at your ballpark, the Oakland A's have already missed rent at their ballpark. I understand that they're simply looking at the bottom line. And while I believe that the league should have some money banked away or something where the owners and the league in general can come together and pay for the losses out of future earnings or banked earnings and pay the players and give everyone what they want, which is an extended season paying the players what they deserve. While that is something I fully believe in, I understand their motivations. Okay, So you look at this deal. 75% of players' prorated salaries over a 76-game schedule comes out to $1.432 billion in total compensation, and all these numbers come courtesy of ESPN's Jeff Passan. 
Of that, he says the $989 million is straight salary. $443 million is paid if the playoffs take place. So let's just say second wave of COVID, too many players get sick, no playoffs get you know pay, played, and then all of a sudden you're losing half a billion dollars almost in player revenue that's just going to go away that they're not going to pay the players if they don't play a playoffs. In the first proposal that Major League Baseball offered, it was a similar proportion of a prorated salary over 82 games, but only $200 million of that was going to be in potential playoff revenue, and then that was a total of $1.23 billion. So apparently they're kicking in $200 million more out of the playoff revenue to try to get the players to kind of agree to this and get it across the dotted line. Paston's a great job explaining what the players were offering, okay? Because we saw the 114-game season that they were pitching out there at a full prorated cost. That would have cost the league $2.87 billion in compensation, which is almost double what they're trying to pay. Or actually, it is double what they're trying to pay, even doing the math on that. I mean, depending on their offer, even more than double. So... You understand why the league scoffed at it because for them, they're saying this is ridiculous. For the players, they're saying, look, we're taking the risk. We want to get paid fairly. And I'm sure the players thought, hey, we're going to throw this offer out there. It's $2.87 billion in compensation. They're going to meet us in the middle. And then we're going to be happy. We're going to play you know, an 82-game season. And it's going to be for whatever, $1.8 or, or $2 billion of player compensation somewhere in the middle there, and everyone would have been happy. The league basically is crying poor, saying, no, we can't go anywhere near that. We may not even negotiate with you anymore. And that's where everything's at a stalemate right now. Especially because if the league wants to, they can simply go ahead and implement a season of their desired length for you know 48 games at the pro-rated salary that they agreed upon with the players initially all the way back when they stopped the season in March, and that would come out to about the exact same as a 76-game season or whatever it would be. You're going to play a month and a half of baseball to decide the playoffs, and it's not going to feel like a real season in my opinion, but that is always in the cards for the owners, and they might just go that route, and that's why I think things ultimately are going to go. Now, Major League Baseball's latest proposal says the playoffs could have up to eight teams per league at the MLB's discretion. Now, <laughs> what you're talking about there is you know more than half of the teams in each league making the playoffs. It would create a, I don't necessarily want to say a March Madness type feel, but I mean, when you're expanding the playoff field like that, you're leaving it open for a real Cinderella to come through. And who knows, the Miami Marlins win their third World Series because they just get into the dance because uh, they're one of eight teams, and they had a 10-game winning streak and a 48-game schedule, and they make the playoffs. So I think it, it's going to create a massive asterisk next to whatever team wins a World Series this year. And if it's the Mets, that's just unfortunate because you've been waiting so long to see them win a World Series. So it might take a little bit of kind of the wind out of everyone's sails if that is exactly what happens. Now, a couple other things to talk about. Any individual that has a high risk of contracting the coronavirus can opt out of the 2020 season, retain their salaries and their service time. So that's another something that 
you know, for players that are concerned about their health and can prove that they are high risk, they can get out of playing this season and get paid still. So I think that is another thing to try to get players to agree to this. The last part of this, Major League Baseball's latest proposal would get rid of draft pick compensation, which hinders the market of free agents. Basically, the Mets can still offer Marcus Stroman a qualifying offer, whatever it is, but whoever signs Stroman, they will not have to give up a compensatory pick. The teams that lose a free agent will still receive a compensatory pick, but it won't come from, you know, let's just say Stroman signs with the Braves. <laughs> the Mets won't get the Braves' first-round pick or their second-round pick. They would just get a pick between the first and second round, whoever they decide to do it, as a compensatory pick that will just be added into the draft, which honestly is a system that I almost think should be in place anyway because the whole qualifying offer system completely goes against the players. It hurts the players. It doesn't hurt the teams as much. Well, you know, it hurts the teams that are trying to sign the players, but it really affects the market of these players in a significant way. I I don't think that those, um, you know, offers and the way that system has worked, it has not been very player friendly. So of course that'll help an impending free agent like a Stroman say, maybe this is a good deal for me. So those are some of the things I'll talk about them a little bit more in just a minute. But I got to tell you, Built Bars are a tasty and delicious treat. They really are protein bars that taste like candy bars. There are 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut-free flavors, with all bars covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew, and they are healthy too. These bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, My personal favorite, the Mint Brownie Bar, has 15 grams of protein. It is only 110 calories with only 5 grams of sugar and 5 grams of net carbs. To try it today, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout and you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car's is to save money that you can then use for other important things in life like mortgage, food, vacations, whatever it is. Why would you then choose to spend 30%, 50%, at sometimes 100% more on the exact same auto parts at a chain store or car dealership? Instead, go to rockauto.com, which is a family business that's been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. rockauto.com has... Everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpets. Whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and it is delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly being able to see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com 
All right, so with everything I said in that first half there, I mean, you see these two sides are playing a game of chicken, and, you know, the owners, at the end of the day, they have the final say. I mean, they have the trump card of saying, look, you agreed to this deal back in March. We're going to play short season, get the playoffs in, and, and try to get things back to normal next year. And that's where I think things are going to go. Because, you know, for the player's standpoint, why would they play 28 more games, okay, and not get paid more money? That's that's basically what it's coming down to. Because if you're telling them for a 48 or a 50-game season, they're essentially going to make about the same as the 76-game season, why go out there, risk injury for the extra 20 games? I mean... They might want to play, but why are they going to cave on something when you know they've been very clear what they want through these negotiations? I mean, some of these other things that the owners are putting in there, it's definitely appealing to the players, being able to retain you know, the service time if you don't want to play, being able to, or if you can't play due to the complications of the coronavirus being high risk, or also you know, the qualifying offer element. A lot of these things are little carrots that might get the players interested in do enough for them to say, you know what, I'll take the 33% of my salary that I'm going to get. Let's let's just do a season. Let's just get this started. Maybe. But at the end of the day, the owners have been very clear that they're really not going to kick in more money than they have earmarked, which is, you know, in the neighborhood of between $1.2 and $1.5 billion. That's what they've allotted as their budget for this season for paying players, and it doesn't seem like they're going to budge on that. And so if the players have no way to, to make that happen, hopefully they'd say, you know what, fine, we'll play 48 games and we'll get some season in. And it's just kind of unfortunate because you look at everything that we're talking about here and whatever we're going to get is going to be a diluted product. I mean, no matter what, with no fans, it's just going to look weird. But to do it over a 48-game season, it's it's kind of rough. You know, it's rough to imagine – what happens, you lose, you know, you get swept in two series in a row, and you're under the eight ball for the rest of the year. I mean, you're talking about being 0-6 in a 48-game schedule, and it's it's tough. And then, of course, I mean, sure, with the expanded playoff field, more teams can make it, but then you're going to get into a situation where a team has, you know, three good outings from their pitching staff, and the lowly Marlins are going to knock out the Atlanta Braves are a team that's far superior. So I don't love this idea of such a short season, but at the end of the day, when you look at a 48-game season, a 76-game season, an 82-game season, I mean, none of it's going to feel like a real season this year, no matter what. So it's just a really odd time when you're talking about the game of baseball and the place that they're in. And it in my lifetime, and I, you know, I know I was, I guess, technically... Oh, there's the strikes in 94. I was born in 95, so I guess I wasn't around for that. I mean, I'm trying to think of my lifetime if I've ever seen things so contentious between the players and the owners, but it definitely feels right now like these two sides are not amicable in any way that they're negotiating. The players don't seem to have any respect for the commissioner, Rob Manfred, and they are very upset with the way the owners are trying to manipulate them, and Major League Baseball has always had such a strong union. And so 
Maybe we get a season this year. And maybe 2021, hopefully everything gets back to normal and we could have a normal 162-game season with packed houses at City Field and everything else. But through all of it, you still got to wonder what happens when the CBA comes up and they got to collectively bargain again for a new deal. And I just don't know. I think that there's going to be a lot of people on both sides that are harboring resentment from these negotiations. And who knows if we get to a point where, you know, baseball can be played. We can have a season and, and you know, the health risks are minimal and we could have a normal 2022 season and there's another strike. Because I feel like the way these sides are butting heads, that could be something that is on the horizon. I've been kicking the can on the Matt Harvey story for a little bit. There really isn't much there, okay? There was a report that came out that Harvey had some interest in the Mets. There was maybe mutual interest then. There's other reports negating that. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit on Friday's show. But anyway, that'll be all for today's edition of Locked on Mets. For tomorrow, there's going to be a very important podcast going out across the entire Locked on Podcast Network. Eight of our African-American hosts got together for a roundtable to talk about the issues plaguing our country right now, the Black Lives Matter movement. They all share their personal stories and feelings about what's going on. I really encourage all of you to tune in and listen. I know I'm really interested to hear what they have to say. It'll be right here on this show feed, so you don't have to go anywhere else. We're posting it across the network. Any Locked On show is going to have that episode on Thursday, and then we'll get back to talking Mets on Friday. As always, thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you want to get some more great baseball content, check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All you have to do to get the show is tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Fantasy Baseball.